Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Made it to a Thursday. I had the under. It's hour one, Dan and the Dan. It's Dan Patrick's show. Come on in, stay a while. The gang's all here, including Fritzy. Talented, but fragile. Some talent. Sad day for Fritzy. Lost one of his idols. Burt Young. Played Paulie, Rocky. Very upsetting. Yes. He was uh, Rocky's brother-in-law. Part of your childhood gets ripped apart like that when these things happen. Yes. You, uh, you look like he could be maybe your older brother. Maybe. Okay. Like, but you denied it, and now you're embracing it today. I'm now embracing it. After the passing of uh, the great Burt Young. They have a totally different attitude and outlook about the okay. whole Okay, and people want to know, uh, is there going to be the appropriate tribute to him? And uh, if you would like to give us a little bit of Rocky today, you can do that, Todd. I'll let you pick your spots. Why do we got to come out here in the snow and freezing cold? I don't like these people. Maybe they don't like using none too much, neither, Paulie. What do I ever do to them? Okay. Rocky Four. And that's the tribute right there. That'll make it all the more special. You owe me. I gave you my sister. I gave you my sister. You owe me. You owe me a job, Rocky. Rocco. That's uh, Rocky One. Yes, Ian. Uh Olivia Newton-John got a horrendous adaptation yeah. <laughs> of one of her hits. Yes. I feel like this is a little lacking. Could you do maybe a tribute to Burt Young, Rocky, in Eye of the Tiger? Wow. An Eye of the Tiger song? Too. Eye of the Booker. To the... <laughs> To the tune of Eye of the Tiger. Could you do it? I will work on that, actually. Yes. That's a challenge. Okay. That'll be uh, later today. Maybe maybe there's a limerick. I mean, who knows what we could get out of Todd. But Todd is uh, decked out. You've got a Rocky T-shirt on. Typing up all these emails. <laughs> the Sent some texts. Made some phone the calls. The staff loves to get them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Am I annoying? Am I thorough? Who knows? 
It's right in itself. I there mean. we go. Talented, but fragile. <laughs> Talent. Knock his block fragile. off, Rocco. Yes, Marvin. Tomorrow, we're just going to do our favorite uh, oh, songs from movies. Oh. Just Okay. All right. Everyone can pick one. Okay. It's not going to be all Rocky. It's not going to be all something from the 80s. Okay. You, how long have you had that T-shirt? I've had it for several years. I would probably say five, six. Not so, that long ago. So that's Rocky three. This is has like all the Rockies. Oh, ro- all the Rocky. This, this has the uh, is Rocky fighting Mr. T, Clubber Lang, and then it's um, the exhibition with Apollo Creed going up against Ivan Drago. Did you call him Clever Lang? Clubber Lang. Clubber. Clubber oh, okay. Lang. I thought you were calling Clever Lang. And it's Philadelphia Spectrum, and it's, it's like as if like the movie poster of a, you know, come check out these fights. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then your hat? Win, Rocky. Win. And then you have... Well, what are we waiting for? You got your underwear on? Your... I have my red, white, and blue underwear from the Rocky Four fights from the Apollo Creed War when he got killed, unfortunately. And then Rocky decided to wear the red, white, and blue uh, All right. Okay. If he dies, he dies. There is an appropriate tribute there for Burt Young. Yes, Paul? Quickly, based off the theme this week of buying something without your wife knowing, Fritzy, when you order stuff like that through the mail or buy it, do you hide it from your wife or do you just say, hey, look what I got? I actually say, look what I got. And then she is just shaking her head in dismay, waste of money. You're not going to actually wear that outside. She that... didn't want him to leave the house today dressed yeah, What like are you that? doing? Like, you're a grown man. You can't wear that well, to work. you're old enough to be a grown man. It's very questionable. Yes. He was aghast, I guess would be a good word. Aghast. Aghast that I would actually wear this and then leave the house in it. But that's my favorite part of what Todd's wearing is that he didn't buy that for today. He already had that (laughs) ready for today. Like that. He didn't buy it necessarily in preparation. He was like, this should. This tank is awesome. Yeah. I want to get it. As soon as uh, you guys sent around that uh, Paulie had passed away, uh, Burt Young, I'm like, I went through my drawers. I'm like, I think I have like a Rocky tank top back there somewhere. I also have a win Rocky win hat. Like, yeah. perfect. I yeah. got these uh, boxers that are American flag boxers. Perfect. If you would like to see what Todd is looking like today, you can on uh, Peacock, our streaming partner. Say good morning to those who have downloaded the app. Our radio affiliates around the country. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And this first hour brought to you by the world's best, headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships, November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at breederscup.com. Also, sign up for the newsletter because you'll find out next week when you can order the moonshine. You have to uh, be a member of Dan Patrick Show newsletter. And there's about 100,000 of you who've signed up Uh, Available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. You get a recap of the show and uh, details soon on the next tailgate moonshine. That'll be pumpkin spiced maple. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming tonight or this afternoon. Phillies at the Diamondbacks. Astros at the Rangers, game four. Jags at the Saints. Astros last night handled the Rangers. Texas still up 2-1 in the series. And the Las Vegas Aces won their second straight WNBA title. We'll talk to Chris Collinsworth a little bit later on. It'll be the Eagles and the Dolphins Sunday night on NBC. Peter Schrager, our buddy from uh, NFL Network and uh, Fox. Also, Scott Wolf, the insider for uh, USC football yesterday, had a story that uh, the morning buzz, USC morning buzz, that says Lincoln Riley in the NFL uh, putting out feelers, 
maybe looking at a job in the NFL next season. And uh, as he said, this, uh, this chatter was going on prior to the uh, USC loss to Notre Dame. Also, the word is Riley would be open to an NFL job if he could follow Caleb Williams to the same team. And uh, if the Bears had the number one pick, as Scott points out, this would be ideal for this theory. Scott will join us coming up in about an hour from now. What are the poll questions that we have today, Seton O'Connor? Well, we might as well jump into what is probably the most fun story. Uh, Do you believe Caleb Williams asked for equity in the team that drafts him? Yes or no? Okay. This surfaced in July, and Mike Florio had some things. Uh, Had a couple of sources who talked about Caleb Williams' representatives were telling agents, whoever drafts him, that he wants equity in a team. And now Aaron Rodgers, according to Florio's post on Pro Football Talk, also asked the Jets. Now, it's a non-starter. You can't get equity in a team. Because if that's the case, I can pay you a million dollars to be my quarterback, and I'll give you a piece of the team. So now all of a sudden I've circumvented the salary cap. So I, I don't even know how it got this far. Now, could Caleb Williams, with his personality, ask for something like this? Maybe. I, I don't know him. Haven't had him on. But his agent should know. I can make one phone call. I, a, a text to a source right now and say, can a player, you can ask for it, but you're not going to get it. So why would you, if it's true, even ask the question? Because now... It paints him in a different light. And now these message boards with some of the teams, you know, Bears, that fan base, after they lost to Notre Dame, oh, this is, you know, it feels like there's a sabotage going on right now. There's some saboteurs out there because if you ask for, how do you let this become public? But the the story doesn't go away. It was in July. Florio even says, look, it's a non-starter. You can't do this. But there were sources saying that his representatives were asking for this or inquiring about this. Yes, Seton. It's the, the unfair part about it for Caleb Williams is that when you hear it, you're like, well, I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch, which is very unfair. But you're kind of like, yeah, I could see where maybe he would. For that. Don't you think, though, that it feels like maybe somebody doesn't like him? Maybe another agent said something? I don't know. It feels like there's something going on here, but I don't think it's it's not possible to ask for a portion of the team. I mean, it, that's the collective bargaining. I mean, that's just common sense. You can ask for it, but you, you can't get it. Because, therefore, I don't have to pay you $50 million a year. Let's say the Chiefs did that. Let's say Patrick Mahomes said, I, hey, I want a piece. Okay, you know what? I'm going to um, pay you a million dollars, and then uh, the, the rest is just uh, your piece of the team. Uh, right? So now I just saved 40, $49 million. I can go out and I can keep Tyreek Hill. Like, it's silly. Silly. But it's out there, and it continues to stay out there. Yeah, Paul. Dan, if you go back to July, this story really never broke. Florio is not saying I'm hearing or this is a rumor. He said, per multiple sources, reps for USC quarterback Caleb Williams have been making it known to to prospective agents that Williams wants partial ownership. So some type of rep, not the agent for Caleb Williams, because he can't have an agent yet completely, 
And, oh, and also, he can have an agent. Yeah. And then Aaron, he said about Aaron Rodgers. This story, I noticed it kind of bubbling up Monday morning on all these like Facebook team message boards and kind of half-assed NFL reporting sites that took Florio's story from July and repurposed it right after Caleb Williams lost. There's another story a couple of weeks ago that was being getting the same treatment that Caleb Williams reportedly said, I'll only play for five teams. I went and dug and dug and dug, and there's no or- origination for the story. It's just circling. It's just spinning. But all these different fan bases, Bears fan bases, uh, Patriots fan bases, are seeing this story with no really corroboration and just lighting up Caleb Williams. Who does this guy think he is? Yeah, until they draft him, and then they'll be like, hey, Caleb, come on in. Save our franchise here. But it feels like there's something else at play here. I've been around for 40 years, and it just feels like there's something like almost internet sabotage here with Caleb Williams and coming off the loss against Notre Dame, that there's this vitriol there, and I'm going, man, I, I don't know if he started it. It never should have gotten to this point. You can inquire. I mean, I, I guess I could have asked for a piece of ESPN when I was there and, and had a better chance of getting a piece of ESPN than these guys do a piece of a franchise there. But yeah. if you had been straight out of headline sports and been like, yeah, I'll go to Bristol, but first I want equity. Yeah. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> Or there's only five networks that I would work for. (laughs) Maybe not. Uh, Florio clarified this, though, didn't he? And he's going to join us a little bit later on. Yes. yes. It's probably just as good a a lesson as, like, the Internet is going after him, but it's more like the algorithm of the Internet that's attacking him rather than, uh, like, actual reporters. Okay. Yeah, Paul. But then this story goes from that to, if you look on Twitter... There's reputable websites retweeting Florida's original story now. It's like it, it's stoked up again, and it's getting to mainstream media. And it's what's going to happen to Caleb Williams. It's it's going to become a fact to a lot of people that he asked for partial ownership of whatever team drafts him without any proof of that. Because most of you who are listening or watching are or both probably don't take the time to really you know go deep on something. You'll hear something. Somebody will say, I'm hearing, or, hey, just rumors out there. Well, once you start it, now it becomes fact. That's just the way it works in our business, or with our listeners or with our viewers, where you just hear, hey, I'm hearing. Well, that doesn't mean anything. It's when you say, I've got sources on this, that's when it's real. But, hey, uh, you know, whispers, rumor, innuendo, speculation, those aren't reports. But when they get into print and you see them, then all of a sudden it becomes fact. Yes, Eden. I don't believe this story at all. What? That he asked for equity in a team. Do you think he said I'd only go to five teams? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not that crazy to me. But yeah. to be a college player and being like, well, whatever team I want, I want a piece of yeah. is insanity. Yes. Absolute insanity. But wouldn't somebody say right away, if you have one of your representatives or your agent and they're going to go, hey, you know what? Um, he wants to get a piece of the Chicago Bears. That's when somebody should say, no, no, don't don't say that. You don't want that out there. It is not possible. Yeah, maybe they did in some way. Like, like, well, what about equity? And they're like, uh, no. Okay. And moved on. And then that's what gets leaked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, if I, he, I don't know if he's gone to the top five picks and been like, I need 5% ownership. Yeah. Or I'm not coming here. But doesn't it feel like there's some sabotage going on here? After the loss to Notre Dame, 
You know, his fingernails painted. Uh, I don't know. Do you think it's more likely that he's being sabotaged or one of his representatives asked a stupid question? <laughs> well, hey, look, I ask stupid questions for a living. What are you being sabotaged for in July before? You know what I mean? Like the timing of the saboteurism doesn't make any sense to me. Well, but it's happening right now. But only because the internet is a weird place. Like this, these these bots dug up an old story and are recirculating it. I mean, that's what the internet is now. Yeah, yeah, Marv. If you're Caleb Williams, do you hold a press conference and say, "No, I did not say any of this. This is ridiculous." I did not ask for equity <laughs> of that team just to get it out um, there. Well, I don't know if he speaks with the media each week. I don't know if USC makes him available. You know, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley's available uh, each week. But I don't know. After the game, their next game, is, is people going to ask him about it? I'm going to assume. If you're Caleb Williams, I think you want to get that story out there that, look, we all know that you can't ask for equity in a team. And I would never do that. And I want to be – whoever drafts me, I want to go there. Like, let's – he can change his mind about that, but let's get some goodwill going here. You just got embarrassed. You lost the Heisman, and now people think you're, you know, this pretentious, you know what? And that, hey, I want a piece of the team. Hey, I only want to go to these these uh, teams here, these cities. Okay, yeah, Marv. Even after their next game, the post game, I would start the press conference. <laughs> no, 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 this wasn't me because an unchecked lie becomes the truth. If I don't nip this in the bud. People are going to say, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you really did want equity in the Bears or the Panthers or whoever. And as good as the Bears are, do you really want equity in the Bears? I mean, come on. I'm joking. Of course, you'd take a piece of any team there. You got to get ownership back from the Packers. <laughs> from Aaron Rodgers. I, I, the Packers have been saying that for years. Yeah. I mean, that's where, you know, somebody should say Rodgers owns, you know, the Bears too. He got a piece of the Bears. LOL. How's he allowed to have that? <laughs> Uh, Amateur. All righty. Just getting started here. Get the phone calls coming up. Operator Tyler standing by, sitting by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Uh, we'll take a break. Settle on our poll question. Got a busy show. We're back after this. I went outside to the grilling area. I like to call it the Traeger hood. Go out there and sometimes it's like when you have a nice car and you just kind of put your hand on it. Just kind of just touch it. That's what I do. I open up the grill. There's nothing on the grill today, but the flat rock, flat top grill, I just open it up just to kind of look at it because tomorrow's a big day. It's Meat Friday. Don't know what's on the menu, but uh, you just go out there and you know that those guys are going to be ready to go. Every day is game day. Every day is the Super Bowl for our Traeger grills, and that's what I ask. I ask for greatness, and you can get the same greatness that we have here. You can even get recipe inspiration, Traeger.com. Step-by-step -step recipes. Can't screw it up. I mean, Tyler's able to cook all these great things. You can do that. Signature hardwood pellets, that's the difference. Keep the moisture in, and those grills will do everything for you. Also, the Traeger app is awesome. So visit Traeger.com and see what's cooking. And remember, use DP Show at checkout. That will get you free shipping. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Nobody does a tribute quite like we do on the Dan Patrick Show. Actor Burt Young, best known for Paulie in uh, the Rocky movies, passed away. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz, innovation on a magnificent scale. And uh, the vehicle all electric, the feeling all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Seton, what's the poll question for today? We're going to go with, we got a few of them right now we're going to go with. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with, do you believe Caleb Williams asked for equity in a team? Okay. Uh, we've got a rando here from Pauly. Uh, who would you put in the Hall of Fame first, Alex Rodriguez or Jose Altuve? Oh. Fun. Um, okay. Uh, we a have, bit of a curveball, no pun intended. It is. It's a little bit of a curveball. Yeah. This one's a little more on topic. Okay. Uh, this one's from the toddler. Oh. Uh, favorite Pauly. Burt Young, Adrian's sister from the Rocky movies. Yeah. Uh, Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Right. Good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, how about Polly Paps from the Dan Patrick Show? <laughs> how about Polly Paps from the Dan Patrick Show? <laughs> and then my favorite, Polly Pavilion, home of uh, UCLA basketball. Okay, that's a that's an underrated Polly. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Something to consider. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Those are solid. How would you vote, Todd? <laughs> I would probably go with Burt Young just because I like the Rocky movies so much. And I would actually second. go Paulie Papp second. Really? Even though I really like The Sopranos. Yeah. Okay. I would probably put Paulie Pavilion, being that it's not an actual person, last. Um, Still a great Paulie. Yes. I'm going to throw in Jane Pauly. Uh, Ooh, talk about great news anchors. Okay. Jane Pauly. Off the board. I've been practicing my Jane Pauly impersonation, by the way. Do I sound like her? Nobody no. cares about a Jane. I'm Jane Pauly. No, nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares today. Yes, Marv. Richie forgot about Pauly Shore. Okay. Oh, oh, sure. in a little juice. <laughs> wow, you see what Todd just did? He got us to do the name list. And we didn't even, we're listing off Pauly names. Oh, he you got it. us. You got us. You backdoored us. Yes. You Pauly names Thursday. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank Gene you. Pauly and... Yes, Paul. Paul I'm going to start going by Paul after this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can just call me Paul Paps. Logan Pauly. Paul yeah. Paps. No, we're not doing Logan Chris Pauly. Pauly. No, no. See, this is where... Paulie O'Neill. All right. No, no. Paulie Blair. How about... Paulina Gretzky. Okay. That's probably the winner. Leader in the clubhouse now. Uh, what are the other questions that we have today, Seton? Uh, other than those three? Yeah. Um, What's the one? A-Rod and Altuve. Altuve is going to be a Hall of Famer. He is. And, and I know that, you know, you can look at the cheating scandal, but I A-Rod cheated twice. He got caught twice. He got busted twice for PEDs. Can't be in the Hall of Fame. Can't. One, maybe there's, you know, some wiggle room there. Twice, no way. No one should ever be eligible for any postseason honors if you get popped twice. No. And Altuve, yes. Was he part of a cheating scandal? Yes. To what degree? We may never know. But, man, the, the guy plays postseason. He comes up with big moments. He did last night again. Yeah, Paul. See, I know this is has to be a likability thing because – both are proven cheaters. There's not that many proven cheaters in baseball history. A-Rod is clear. You know, he, he did it. He actually talked about it. Jose Altuve is a proven cheater. He got his MVP during the 2017 season where they clearly were getting the signs illegally. And, like, I, I don't know if you could pick one or another because Altuve is a little guy. He's likable. He's tough. Uh, he is just as much of a cheater as A-Rod, maybe not in the amount of time, but mm. the provenness of it. Mm. I'm not sure what my answer is on this because you know there's a lot of cheaters. Yeah, there's there's cheaters who are in the Hall of Fame. Pretty sure of that. But to what degree? Like now we're looking at, well, did you cheat? Like how much did you cheat? You sort of cheated. You accidentally cheated. Hey, the whole team cheated. I, I don't want varying degrees of cheating, uh, whether you get into the Hall of Fame or not. But I do think Altuve is going to get in the Hall of Fame. Yes, you can. Right, if you're a pitcher and uh, your palms are a little too sticky, yeah. even though you're using all the right stuff, but <laughs> you're somehow it's not the exact right consistency and you're thrown out of the game, is that keeping you out now? I don't know. Well, no, that wouldn't keep you out of the Hall of Fame. Still cheating. It is, yes. But that's also... Steroid part... cheating feels different. Yes, that is. Yes. If, if you're using some sticky stuff and the other pitcher's using the sticky stuff... Like, I don't... Yeah, but if you're using steroids and... Uh, Almost everybody else yeah, is using I steroids. I know. I got the better ones, though. But the sticky stuff is part of baseball. That's part of the charm of baseball. You know, that you got a little rosin on there. You've got some, you know, tacky stuff that you have there for the ball. But I never, you know, there. I forget who it was. might have been Garrett Cole. He's like, uh, hey, 
I got to use that stuff because I, the ball may, uh, you know, get loose. I, I, I might hit somebody. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I see you striking out twelve, and you're uh, you're protecting that hitter. Wow, and you're a mother Teresa on the mound there. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, yes, Mark. <laughs> they might call him a mother something else. Whoa. Mm. El Tuve did Homer last night. Max Scherzer. Uh, let's see. So we have baseball coming up later today and tonight. If if I'm the Diamondback, well, th- I guess they don't have a choice because this is an afternoon game. You want to create an environment. In, I, I don't know how many Philly fans are going to show, but probably a lot. But to try to get a home field advantage at 3 o'clock local in Arizona today, um. You know, you'd want you want a night crowd, a raucous crowd. You you want an environment there, and I don't think you're going to have that environment. Astros at the Rangers will have a great environment there. Yes, Mark. So you're saying the the stadium can't get wild while the sun's out? Um, I just don't think that it gets too wild there, no matter what. You know, so I you're looking for a little bit of atmosphere there. If you're the Diamondbacks, you want that. Hey, now you're in our ballpark. I don't know if you're going to have that moment with the Phillies after what they have there at home. Yes, Marv. Do they have a hype song? Uh, I don't. I don't think they have one as popular as the Phillies hype song. Yeah. What's the name of that song? A OK. Is that what it is? That's one of the uh, guys' walk-up songs. Okay. No, but I thought there was one for like they have a theme song that everybody sings, or is it just that one one batter's walk-up song? Checking. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just one. Yeah, Paul. The Diamondbacks this year at home average about 24,000 people. The Phillies this year average 38,000 people. Yeah. Fifth in the league. I had a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Gary in Indiana. Not to be confused with Gary, Indiana. Good morning, Dan. How are you doing Great, today? Great, Gary. Well, I'm here to defend one Todd, the toddler Fritz. Okay. Um, for, uh you guys give him a hard time with what he wears all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of under the impression that, you know, I love the fact that he doesn't care what y'all think. The man wears a jersey. He's a grown man. wears Zubaz pants from the 80s, mm-hmm. and he continues to wear the stuff, and he's free. And I think there's, there's and you guys might not admit it consciously, consciously, but there's a part of you that's a little bit jealous of Todd because – he wears what he wants. He doesn't care what you think, and he's a happy-go-lucky guy. And you know what, Todd? You continue being you, and I appreciate the fact, and I admire the heck out of you. And you, you be you, Todd. Thank All you, right. Gary, that's, Indiana. That's I appreciate that. Gary from Indiana. Very kind, All supportive right. words. Wow, that that sounded almost like a campaign trail type thing that he backed you. I feel like I should be running for some type of office. Yes. Yes. And I have to send him that $50. Can we get his address if Tyler can put him on hold? i got to get him the money they owe him now. Yeah. That I was would, nice. I'd have left that one out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd have left that out. They pushed out. it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But that was very heartfelt. But, um, you know, we can um, make fun of you. I can still admire what you're wearing. I can respect it, but I can still make fun of it. And not to be seen in public with me. Well, that your wife said that, <laughs> not me. But what are you wearing? You are the oldest child that I know. But I love those qualities that you have. You know, that's you. You have fun. You embrace it. You're not ashamed of wearing a Broncos jersey. You know, just a little kid at heart. Yeah, you are, and I love that. Good, clean fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Phil in Texas. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today? 
How you doing, Dan? Um, second time caller, um, 190, three time Ironman. Uh, this is a comment on the Caleb Williams thing, and I have three short points. Number one, let's assume you check all the boxes. You're Heisman Trophy winner. You come out number one on the draft. You're not going to the Bills. You're not going to Kansas City. You're going to a team that's struggling. And if they're struggling, they're struggling financially. So here's my point. I'll let you own part of the team. Are you going to assume the liabilities? Are you going to want to pay for transportation? Are you going to want to pay veteran salaries? We'll give you all you want. Well, Phil, you Phil, it's, it, it can't be done. Like exactly. There, there's that's rules. Exactly my point. This has got to be a. And there's no NFL team that's struggling financially. The Chicago Bears are not struggling financially. There's rich, and then there's richer. That's it. But nobody's giving Caleb Williams this. You you can't. You can ask for it, but you can't get any kind of equity in a team. Yes, Marvin. Uh, you mispronounced wealthy. Oh, you said rich. Rich. Okay. Yeah. Wealthy and wealthier. Yes, Paul. Do you guys have a de- definition for that? Like if you say, I, I have a buddy of mine from high school, he's rich. What, what is that? Is there a definition? I always think of if, if someone retires before 50, they must be rich. That's what I always think. Hmm. I have a couple of buddies who retired before 50. Like, whoa. Okay. They must be rich. Or like, what, what's that definition? Or wealthy? Is it different? Um, I don't have one. Because even... Even those who work until they're 70 or 80, yeah. they could be rich enough to retire at 45. Yes, Eden. That's why billionaires never retire. Like No no billionaire has ever been like, you know what? I think I'm going to stop working. They're 85 <laughs> years old, and they're still, I come in every Monday just to check on things because it's a lot of fun being Buffett. that rich and making, you know, how much money did we make today? $750 million. <laughs> Not bad. You know, how much did we lose today? $500 million. Ah, we'll get them tomorrow. Warren Buffett is in his 80s. Yeah, he's not. He's he, still working. Has he stepped back? Has he retired? Oh, he has might he, have. He might have stepped back a little bit. Not really, though. Maybe somebody takes over the day-to-day. Yes. Yeah. He's not retired, though. No, he's not. Yeah, no. Paulie? He's 93. Well, you know, years catch up with you. <laughs> 93 and a half. <laughs> I'd still love to have Warren Buffett talk to Tim Kirchin. Half of that in Texas. Yeah. I'd still love to have that record that conversation. Well, Warren, I remember the 1899 Cleveland Spiders. Well, I was around then in 1899. I, re- I remember watching them. Yes, Paulie. I'd watch a TV show on the reading of Warren Buffett's will. Like if after he passed away, God forbid, I hope he lives to 110. Very nice guy. Been on our show a few times. <laughs> but whenever he does pass away, if they read his will. You know, they always show the lawyer reading it mm. and a bunch of people in the room. I would tune in for that one. Mike in Ohio. Hey, Mike. Hey, good, mo- good morning, Dan. How are you? Good, sir. Hey, uh, I heard you say earlier that <clears throat> Caleb had lost the Heisman. So what happens? He takes out Utah. He takes out Washington. He takes out Oregon. He wins the Pac-12. Doesn't that throw him right back in the Heisman race? Well, I think it's an uphill battle, first of all, because I don't know if voters are ever going to give the Heisman back-to-back years like they did with Archie Griffin. But... Yeah, can he play himself back in? Yes. And maybe it's too strong of a statement to say he lost the Heisman. He lost hold of the Heisman. Michael Penix Jr. the third has to lose a game. Or play poorly and they barely win a game. But yes, I just don't think USC is good enough to keep winning. And and we do want somebody from a winning team for the Heisman as well. He's going to put up big numbers. Is he going to put up the best numbers? And the answer is probably not.
And then are they going to continue? Are they able to win, you know, with that defense? I just don't know if they're, I, I think we think of USC like they're back, and I don't think they are. I think Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams cover up a lot of blemishes there. You know, you bring them in. Uh, but do you have kind of the surrounding cast? And I don't think they do. Yes, Mark. I think Caleb Williams went in second Heisman. That was out because the nitpicking would have been at an all-time high because he won the Heisman last year. And I think you have to be super-duper iconic because they're going to say if Bo Jackson didn't win two, if Herschel Walker didn't win two, if Tim Tebow didn't win two, why should you win two? Like he would have had to throw 50 touchdowns, no interceptions. Probably, you know. That I, I think um, what we would expect out of Caleb Williams is different than what we would expect out of Michael Penix or Drake May. Um, but, you know, Caleb Williams, Heisman odds, I don't even know if he's in the top five according to DraftKings. Yeah, Paul? Caleb Williams this year kind of reminded me of Patrick Mahomes last year. We were going to give it to Josh Allen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cooled off. He had a little injury. And at the end of the year, like, well, I guess we give it to Mahomes. He had a real nice season. They're winning, and no one else really stepped up to grab it. Caleb Williams could have got it that way, but Penix is kind of stepping up and grabbing it right now. Well, you have some guys who are playing really well, certainly Penix Jr., and he's in the Pac-12. You know, he had all these quarterbacks who transferred. When you think about, you know, Bo Nix transferred, Caleb Williams transferred, Michael Penix Jr. did, DJ Uyunglele at uh, Oregon State, he transferred. I mean, these are the, the, the division or the conference with the best quarterbacks is the Pac-12. And it's uh, the final year of the Pac-12. And I'm leaving out some. Does Arizona have a freshman or Arizona State? But the kid from Arizona State, Jay Daniels, went to LSU. You know, yeah. everyone's, everyone switches. Yeah. New NIL money. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll have more phone calls coming up. That's more phone calls coming up. More on the Caleb Williams story, if it is a story, at the top of the hour. And also Lincoln Riley putting out feelers of maybe – being a package deal with Caleb Williams in the NFL. Peter Schrager from NFL Network and also Chris Collinsworth. We're back with more phone calls. Update the poll results after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like hbo's ballers what you don't know is for my entire life i have lived in something i refer to as the gray depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh my God! The play, the play, is play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. This one's clubbed left field and deep. Going back to Varus. Still going back. Still going back. It's gone. That's how you do it. Left center field for Altuve. Six rows deep. That's courtesy of the Astros Radio Network. 19 of Altuve's 25 postseason home runs have been solo shots at second all-time to Manny Ramirez. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Discover Cashback Debit. If you like using debit over credit, it's time you got rewarded, and you can now. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. By the way, Max Scherzer has started a postseason game for five different teams. Tigers, Dodgers, Mets, Nationals, Rangers. That's tied with David Wells for the most all-time. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Seaton, update the poll results if you can. Dan, we have up there, do you believe that Caleb Williams asked for equity in whatever team he drafted? Okay. Uh, poll results right now are pending. Oh. Pending. Pending. Yes. By the way, Thursday night football, Trevor Lawrence. So you have a standalone game. We'll look at uh, the Jags. We'll fall in love with the Jags, maybe. Or we'll realize Derek Carr is the quarterback for the Saints. 
for the Saints. Uh, Chris Olave is a wonderful receiver. Is Michael Thomas still playing? He's back-ish. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I don't know what kind of season he has so far, but felt like there were some uh, interesting headlines or rumblings out of the Saints with, uh, you know, Derek Carr. I don't know. They're 3-3. Three and three. That's a winnable division, but I don't know if everything's great right now with the Saints. But I think with Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence, like at some point, do we start to ask, okay, well, Trevor Lawrence did win a playoff game. You know, they had the, the uh, big comeback win against the Chargers. So that, that helps a lot. Yeah, the Urban Meyer first year, he gets a whole pass for that one year. You know, he, I thought that they would take that next step. I thought he would take that next step this year. I thought that they were going to be like one of those, you know, 12-win teams. And Trevor Lawrence would be in the conversation for MVP. Hasn't happened yet, but I think, like Etienne has, has uh, played well. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, it's an interesting team. But they didn't get much. I don't know, you know, the linebacker out of Georgia that they took number one overall. Uh, is that Walker? Mark? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he hadn't done much. Or we don't talk about him with these other top draft picks. He gets compared to Aiden Hutchinson's rookie start, and it doesn't look good. Yeah, that doesn't look good at all. Yeah, Paulie. Trevor Lawrence in his rookie year, the hall pass year, he had 12 touchdowns and 17 picks, and that all went on Urban Meyer. It's funny, though. Like If, if any other top quarterback of his ilk had that. His second year, though, uh, he was a 66% passer last year, 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, 8 picks. And his stats this year are about the same. Really nice stats. Mm-hmm. Also, the, you know, the talk uh, yesterday, or at least we brought it up, it was something I brought up uh, in preseason. And all it was was me speculating on, could I see this happening, that Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams would be a package deal. Wherever he was going to go to, maybe that uh, he would want to coach in the NFL. And then Scott Wolf, who's going to join us, uh, a USC Trojan insider, and he said that there's feelers out there by Lincoln Riley's camp about maybe making this happen. And certainly with the Chicago Bears, you can make that a package deal. I'm looking at the uh, long list of successful college coaches and how they did in the NFL. Urban Meyer, he had 13 games. He went 2-11. and 11. Chip Kelly, four seasons, Eagles and Niners. He finished 28-35. and 35. Nick Saban, two years with the Dolphins. He went 15-17. and 17. Steve Spurrier, two seasons in Washington. He was 12-20. and 20. Lou Holtz, he coached one season with the Jets. In fact, quit on the Jets. Finished 3-11 and 11 in his one uh, season there in New York. Bobby Petrino, one season with the Falcons. He quit on his team. Went 3-10. and 10. Literally. Yeah, he did. It's like, anybody seen Bobby? Oh, he's holding a press conference at Arkansas. Wait, I thought he was our head coach. No, no, no. He went to Arkansas. Dennis Erickson, he was uh, an NFL head coach for six seasons. Seattle and San Francisco, he ended up uh, 40 and 56, never recorded a winning season. So see, these are Hall of Fame coaches. Some of these are Hall of Fame coaches. It's just, it's a different model when you go into the NFL, what you can control and not control. You're, you know, you're a CEO, but you're not coaching as much when you get to the NFL as you did in college where it feels like you might be you know, involved in offense and defense. In the NFL, you might not be involved in either. Or you might be really involved in defense or really involved in offense. 
and just trying to you got professionals now that doesn't mean they always have to listen to you when you're in college you can kind of control the environment there now you got more players to worry about i think you might have less things to worry about with more players when it gets to the nfl and can you motivate them yes marv is the allure playing you know coaching the professionals because they less money and less control like is that the allure of you know, coaching at the highest level? Well, I think it's just coaching at the highest level. Hey, I've done this, but then are people going to say, yeah, but what'd you do? You know, can't you do this in the NFL? No. It's it's rare when that coach goes, no, I'm fine here. Now it's, I got to take another job to get another paycheck, to take another job, to get another paycheck, to keep in, increasing my value here. And, you know, when a coach stays more than five years at a school, we're like, well, what's wrong with him? Yeah, Paul. I kind of forgot about the details of the Bobby Petrino when he bailed out on the Falcons. That was like some he quit that job like you do when you're 23 years old, where you just leave at lunch and don't come back. It was 13 <laughs> games into the season. They got blown out on Sunday. On Monday, he just leaves the building, yeah. rolls down to Arkansas, picks up that gig. He went from getting blown out to being the Arkansas head coach in less than 36 hours. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, this is where the coach says, hey, don't quit. You know, come on, let's go, guys. And then you quit. And then Lou Holtz, uh, I think he quit on the Jets as well with his one season there. He might have gone to – did he go to Arkansas after the Jets? I don't know where – Holtz? Yeah. I don't, I don't know where he went after he coached the Jets for one season. Remember all those years, Les Miles, he was going to go to Arkansas. It felt like anytime he wanted a pay raise at LSU, it's like, I don't know, might be going to Arkansas. Yes, Todd? Yeah, after the Jets, it was Arkansas. <laughs> then Minnesota, Notre Dame, South Carolina. Yeah, right. They put their pants on the same way we do. Get an update on Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley's futures next. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.